Grace and mercy and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord that we consider together today is today's gospel from Matthew chapter 25. What if someone gave you a million dollars and said to you, I'm going to be gone for a while, I don't know exactly how long, please take care of this for me and earn something with it for me until I come back. What would you do? A better question is, what are you doing? Because you have been entrusted with something extremely valuable, worth way more than a million dollars. It is a priceless gift from God that is both a privilege and a responsibility. What exactly does God want us to do? How do we accomplish what he asks of us? Jesus taught this with a story about a man who was going away on a journey. He gave portions of his money to his servants to manage for him until he came back. To one of those servants, he gave five bags of gold. To another, two bags of gold. And one bag to a third. I don't think of a little sandwich bag, rather a, a grocery bag filled with about 75 pounds of gold worth about a million dollars. So even the servant with just one bag of gold was given a generous amount with some big responsibilities. But why did they get different amounts? Well, the master knew them well. He knew what they each were capable of. To those with more abilities, he gave greater responsibility. But each one of them received exactly what they needed to accomplish something good for him. So what did they do? The servant with five bags of gold went to work and gained five more bags of gold. The one with two bags of gold also doubled the master's money. The one with one bag of gold went away, dug a hole in the ground, and hid the gold away. Now, why did he do that? Was he perhaps afraid of perhaps losing some of the master's money if he tried something that didn't work out? Or since he had less than the others, did he figure that anything he gained wouldn't amount to that much anyhow? Well, we find the answer on the day that the master came back to settle accounts. The master rejoiced in the double gains of the first two servants. To each of them, he said, Well done, good and faithful servant. Come and share your master's happiness. But then the mood quickly changed when the servant with one bag of gold said, I knew you are a hard man. He was accusing his master of being harsh and demanding and unreasonable. And then he said, so I was afraid. 
and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. That servant revealed his attitude towards the gift he had been given and towards the one who had given him the gift. He felt that his life was his own to live the way that he wanted and that he was not responsible to anyone else for what he did or didn't do. And the master could see that. He called him a wicked and lazy servant. After all, he had done the hard physical work of digging in the ground to bury the money when it would have been easier to simply take it to the bank and earn some interest. But that would have benefited his master. And he didn't want to do that. And so the master ordered that he be cast out into the darkness of weeping and gnashing of teeth. Jesus' story ends in a shocking and tragic way. We shudder even to think about suffering and hopelessness like that. Why did that master impose such a harsh sentence on this servant who didn't want to serve? It was because the servant forgot who he was. And he forgot or he refused to acknowledge who his master was. So who is the master in Jesus' story? It is Jesus himself. And who are the servants? Well, you and I are those servants. Have we also been given some bags of gold? Well, we have. But what exactly are they? Well, let's take a look. In our bags of gold would be the talents and abilities that we have, our opportunities for work, our families, our neighbors and friends, our health and strength and the length of time that we have here on the earth, and especially the priceless good news of God's forgiving love for us in Jesus. Now, we don't all have the same talents and abilities. We don't all have the same length of time here or the same work and family responsibilities. But we are, each one of us, to serve our Savior. We are to reflect his love and to share his truth with those who are around us so that they come to know and believe in Jesus and are gained for his kingdom. And we have only a limited time to do this. How long do we have to live? How long do others have to live? We don't know that. How long until Jesus comes back in glory? That could happen any time. What if he comes soon? How well have we managed for him? What have we gained for him and for his kingdom? Have we been like that servant who buried his master's gifts in the ground? Do we sometimes view God as being too demanding 
Lord, life is so busy in today's world. I just can't find time to worship you every week. Lord, I know that I should be patient and kind and forgiving, but that's just not reality for me. Do we ever figure it won't really make a difference if we serve God or not? Do we ever say, I'm, I'm just one person, and I'm not as talented as others are and not very wealthy, so who will even notice if I don't serve or come for worship or give generously? Do we ever excuse our lack of action, saying, Lord, I just don't have the bravery or I just don't know enough to talk to that person who needs to hear about Jesus, so I'm just going to keep quiet and mind my own business. But do you know there's really no such thing as our own business? That is because our lives are to be about <coughs> Jesus' business. Our lives are not our own. They come from Him. Each day is a gift from Him, a day to use for Him until He comes back for us or comes again in glory. He has entrusted us with that priceless treasure of His forgiving love that was earned at such a high cost, paid for with His sinless life and His innocent death. Our Lord Jesus faithfully served with all of his strength and ability at every opportunity. He faithfully endured <coughs> hunger and thirst and bitter rejection. He placed himself under God's law and lived the perfect obedience that God demands of each of us. He experienced the pain and suffering of death and hell so that we would not get what we deserve for our sins. Should not he say to each of us, you wicked, lazy servant? But with love that we do not deserve, he searched for us and he found us. And he washed us clean of sin and guilt. He released us from fear of death and hell so that we may be his own and gladly serve him. This is the one that we are privileged to serve. And God gives each of us a unique combination of talents and resources and opportunities to use for him. At each time in our lives, he gives us what we need to serve him. If you are young and still in school, you might think there isn't much that you can do for Jesus yet. But don't miss the opportunities that he's giving you. Encourage your parents by appreciating and obeying them. Study faithfully. Treat your teachers and classmates and brothers and sisters with respect, and others will see the love of Christ reflected from you. Or maybe the years have gone by and you can no longer do many of the things that you used to do in service to others. Please don't say, there just isn't much I can do anymore. Don't miss the opportunities that God is still giving you. He has blessed you with years of experience and spiritual wisdom to encourage others to stay close to Jesus. 
You can pray for your family, for your pastors, how we need and appreciate that. Pray for your fellow believers. Pray for God to provide workers to serve in the public ministry of his church. When it comes to our lives of service, God never asks us to do something that he hasn't given us the ability to do. So he expects nothing less than faithful use of the gifts that he has given us. So let's faithfully put them to work until he comes back for us. But are there times that it seems we're just not able to accomplish much for Jesus? We look at those two servants who doubled the master's money and we wish that we could point to results in our lives like that. Like people who have come to faith because we told them about Jesus or people who were wandering from the faith and they listened as we spoke to them with concern. But sometimes people don't listen. And the results of our work can seem scarce. What will Jesus say? on the day that he calls us to account for the use of the gifts that he's given us. He won't hold us responsible for the results because the results are up to the Holy Spirit who alone can create faith. But he does expect faithful use of our time and our resources and our energy and our abilities. So in view of God's mercy, let's offer ourselves as living sacrifices, lives that are devoted to him who loved us first. And so what are some examples of faithful service? Raising your children in the way of the Lord? (laughs) Helping someone who is in need? Encouraging and listening to someone who is Grieving or worried so that you can offer them comfort? An honest day's work even when the boss is away? Just a few examples. But, but all the while remembering that you're doing those things for your Lord Jesus. And he hasn't left you on your own to figure this all out. He has his plan to strengthen you and to sustain you in faithfulness until the end of your time here. He will bring to completion the good work that he has begun in you as you hear and learn his word, as you pray for him to guide you, and as you humbly serve with the gifts that he's given you. Your Lord Jesus wants nothing more than to say to you, Well done, good and faithful servant, on the day that he comes back for you. I pray that you want this for yourself too. Nothing matters more than this. Give careful attention to your life of faith and faithfulness because Jesus will come again to judge the living and the dead. Those who ignore him, will face eternal judgment and pain. So remain in him who has covered you with his righteousness so that you will be holy and blameless on the day of his return. 
remember the faithful love of Jesus, whom you are privileged to serve. Until Jesus comes back for you, faithfully put God's gifts to work. Amen.